Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. On May 15th, Governor Whitmer was very, very clear. Consumption of food or beverages is permitted only in designated dining areas where patrons are seated, groups of patrons are separated by at least six feet, and no more than six people are ever seated together at a table, a booth, or a group of fixed seats. And the groups of patrons must not intermingle. Oh, wow. She was really strong just a few days ago. And, well, then on Sunday, she forgot about all of that, and she went to Landshark, described as a dive bar in College Town, where she met some friends, 13 friends, and they just all pushed their tables together, and they weren't social distancing, and none of them were wearing masks. Huh, Whitmer. Gee, I, I guess you really believe what you talk about, don't you now? Because, you know, if I believed that that's what really had to be done, you know, then I would do it. But you don't seem to have any fear of it at all. I wonder why. Oh, and one other thing. Our media, our media that includes Facebook and Twitter and Google have shown themselves to be frauds and not only messengers of disinformation, misinformation, but out-and-out lies. We'll explain in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. On Wednesday last week, all markets took huge hits. Except for one. The Dow dropped 500 points. Bitcoin dropped $7,000. NASDAQ was down 125 points. Gold was up $15 per ounce. Uh, That means that gold did exactly what it's supposed to do. It provides insurance to those holding it while everything else crashes. This is why you own it. This is why I have money in Bitcoin, but I have more money in Goldline and gold. Because I think gold and silver, that is the long-term answer. As the world becomes more and more insane, you should consider gold or silver. Now, you don't, you don't go out and buy and put everything you have in gold or silver. What you do is you can start just by adding things to your portfolio. They have an, uh, uh, an extremely popular and limited product right now. They just received newly minted, limited batch of the two-ounce silver maple flex bars. These are great. You can call and buy them outright, or you can receive them free with every tube of $5 gold Liberty coins purchased. Minimum order size is required, and they will sell out in a few days, so don't wait. It's Goldline. Ask about the silver, silver Maple Flex bar. These are, these are a, I think, a great idea, and they're minted by the Canadian Mint. They're standing by to take your call right now. Please look into this. As you see everything else drop, Please call Goldline. Gold is going up. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. So on April 8th, 2020, we wrestled with a special we were going to do because they were just starting to ban people from asking questions at all about the Wuhan virus and the Wuhan labs and how dare you say it came from China. Okay, we now know that a lot of that was uh, Chinese disinformation. 
And we did a special about 18 months ago called Coronavirus Not From a Bat. Scientists in China released study blaming Wuhan lab for pandemic. Now, in that special, we said we're not sure yet, but it needs to be investigated. And we showed you things from Chinese television that made it look like, yeah, it probably came from that lab. Well, of course, anybody who said that had to be silenced immediately. Oh, my goodness. Dr. Fauci, how dare you say that that can't possibly ever be true? We don't know. It just came from the jungle somewhere. Uh-huh. Well, looks like uh, overwhelming circumstantial evidence now pointing to the Wuhan lab as the COVID origin. Stu, as a lover of science, mm. as we both are, and of course, we are quoted all the time in scientific journals. We are. Uh uh, how likely do you think this is? I think this is pretty damn likely. Yeah, I mean, I think I would say the evidence that is out there now on the origin of COVID lean the chances strongly toward the lab release. Not necessarily, you know, a, as a an intentional release or a biological uh-huh. weapon or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But the idea that there was risky research going in, going on at a facility that did not have the the proper safety precautions and so, so these are so mm-hmm. these are let me just outline what what and comment on these two uh china's history of research lab leaks uh resulting in infections mm-hmm. 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 probably mm-hmm. pretty good uh multiple warnings from u.s diplomats in china as early as 2017 that the wuhan lab was conducting dangerous research on coronaviruses without following ne- without following necessary safety protocols they warned about a potential outbreak. I mean, I think that one's probably pretty good circumstantial mm-hmm, mm-hmm. evidence. Uh, gain of function research being conducted at the Wuhan lab that made coronaviruses more infectious in humans and evidence that several researchers at the Wuhan lab were sickened with COVID-19 like symptoms in November of 2019. Hmm. What's that one about, Stu? Hmm. Yeah, that one's a pretty big story. Another another piece of this falling into place in that mm-hmm. it seems like there was a, a very strange thing going around the uh, the employees of the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which, by the way, is like, you know, what, a mile away from from the actual wet market where this was supposedly mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. supposedly had begun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have uh, the the. The background of the facility, which, you, as you mentioned, has had major safety concerns, but was also doing this very risky type of research uh, in a facility that was not really designed for it. Um, you know, there's, mm. they, they rate these labs from BSL-1 to BSL-4, and BSL-4 is the most strict, like to the point where you're wearing like a spacesuit. And you're doing all right. the work inside of these compartments. It's and very L stands for bio level. Bio level one is the best. I mean, is the easiest. Yep. And bio level four is the most dangerous. Right. So four is is the facility with all of the safety restrictions. Right. right. It's, right. And generally speaking, scientists don't like working in those facilities. Obviously, because you're number one dealing with very dangerous pathogens. But number two. You, it's very difficult and annoying work. Like, you know, if you think about trying to build a building 
in a place that has ridiculous in your mind safety you know uh, restrictions where you can't just mm-hmm. do the things that you want to do you have to take nine million precautions and it seems oh, unnecessary i hate that <laughs> right. especially when especially when you're working on disease oh those safety precautions are such a hassle right and and look these guys it seems more foreign to us we don't work in that field but it is if you're doing this every day, you could see how it would be arduous and a lot of this stuff would feel unnecessary. Honestly, Mm -hmm. that's when you should retire or find a new job. Honestly, whenever you lose respect for the death that you're dealing with, once you start to feel like, ah, it's just, yeah, it's just my job. It's no big deal. That's probably when you should not be doing it anymore. (laughs) Honestly. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, you know, they're probably right. 99.9% of the time, right? Um, mm-hmm. But what they did, one of the things that they do is they transfer the, this research to places like China who will allow it to be done in BSL-2 and BSL-3 facilities, which is where this gain-of-function re- research was being done in Wuhan. Uh, it's, um, you know what? When, when I have a communist military that has a bioweapons uh, program and is, is stated that we need to look for something that maybe can uh, change the dynamic of the world so we can come out on top. I, I, I'm a little paranoid, but I say we don't fund that. Yes, I I would agree. Uh, They have a situation where there's, it was normally done in this BSL three facility, which is the second highest level of safety, right? And that was required if you were working on SARS or MERS, which are the two sort of, you know, precursors to COVID, um, that you had to work on it in at least a BSL-3 facility. However, any other coronavirus you could work on in a BSL-2 facility. So the BSL-2 facility, to give you a sense, requires, this is from a former New York Times reporter who has a, an excellent uh, take telling of the story uh, on Medium, Nicholas Wade. But he says, BSL-2 requires uh, taking fairly minimal safety precautions, such as wearing lab coats and gloves. <laughs> oh. And, glad okay. this part is So gonna... you look like a scientist. You <laughs> yeah. have to look the part <laughs> to right. get into BL2. Yes. Right, okay. And uh, the other thing, Do though, you is... also have to talk a little like this? <laughs> no. I've got a beaker in my pocket. That's BSL-3 level, Glenn. Uh, okay. You have to have right, to, if you have right. beakers, you got to get there. Right. Um, okay. And so you got you to have both lab co- coats and gloves and put up biohazard warning signs oh so if you're oh, well if you got the warning sign right and the lab coat and the gloves yeah what could possibly go wrong <laughs> now if you look if you look at our footage from that special go back yeah. on the blaze and look for it. it was in april of 2020 on the wuhan virus we did a special uh and we did a lot of television footage from china and uh, do you remember the freezer that all of this stuff was? The freezer, I mean, the caves. Oh, wow. my The gosh. caves where they're talking it's about being, so they've it. been pe- you know, urinated on by bats before. Uh, and the other thing. So bad. Yeah. The other thing, too, is there were actual posts at the time made by Chinese scientists who basically said, yeah, we think it's from the lab. And they were just all deleted. And they, these are confirmed posters. It's not like, you know, what? some conspiracy theory what? later on. 
This yeah, is those people would surely show up to testify now. <laughs> yeah, they've all. How come none of them are showing up <laughs> even to work? They're just not. <laughs> families don't even know. They're so ashamed of their lies mm-hmm. that they've just hidden themselves, probably in a bat cave. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> so I, and look, you know, the gain of function research is basically an idea where you take a virus that's not necessarily dangerous and you do work to it genetically to make it more dangerous so that you can understand what might happen in a pandemic situation so we can get ahead of it. Now, yeah, if yeah. that goes mm-hmm. right, you can kind of understand why you'd want to do that. However, if it goes mm-hmm. wrong, you have 2020. Uh, and I look, I think that the. Oh, the evidence, it's all at some level circumstantial. But I mean, in this article by Nicholas Wade, which is, you know, it's a long article. It's a, you know, about a 45 minute read, according to Medium. It takes a while. But it talks about like how the genetic sequencing it looks and how it is not the normal way a naturally developing virus would look. There are, you know, um, uh, gene- there's genetic mm-hmm. material inserted in certain parts of mm-hmm. the code where it wouldn't normally appear. It's not impossible it could appear this way, but it's also exactly the way it would look if someone did it intentionally. Oh, blah, 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 blah. What did Fauci say about it? Oh, by the way, Fauci used to say, that's crazy. That's a conspiracy theory. That's this. Uh, <laughs> this uh, just happened randomly. Uh-huh. Now, he was just asked in an uh, interview with the uh, PolitiFact editor, Katie Sanders, whether he's still confident COVID-19 developed naturally. They expected him to say, yeah, of course I do. No, actually, Fauci said, no, I'm not convinced about that uh, anymore. Maybe we should continue to investigate what, what, what went on in China. Oh, really? Huh. You know, and... Look, there's a there's sort of an obsession on Anthony Fauci and the media hangs on every word that he says. Uh, but generally He's our golden calf, you will yeah, worship him. Right. And and to the opposite, too, like everyone who doesn't like him is obsessed with him, too. I mean, he's like the center of our all our universe. We're supposed to only he care about what golden, he says. Yes. He is our golden calf. Oh, yeah. We will worship him. But it is a good thing that he is being honest about this. And the fact that he is saying it right also mm-hmm. leads to maybe I don't know the apparatus of the United States government taking it seriously because I really want to know if this is how this happened, not only to stop the next one, but to figure out what extreme level of punishment the Chinese government receives for what has occurred here and should have nothing. Yeah. And and that's what's going to be nothing. Nothing. Here's one. mm. Here's one. You want one? Wipe our debt clean. You know how much debt we've had to borrow from ourselves because of what you did to our economy, wipe our debt clean. Mm. And I'm not talking the $28 trillion. I'm talking about what we owe you. And do that to the rest of the world. Anybody who had any kind of economic shutdown and lost, just lost almost everything, make it up. And you don't have to cough up anything. Just relieve the debt. And surely China's no going to be all over that. <laughs> well, I mean, you say yeah. what kind of yeah. repercussions should we have? Um, I don't know. This was a financial and uh, a a physical problem. It destroyed people mm-hmm. and it destroyed our economy. You can't do anything to help the people that died. And, and to your- but the economy, mm-hmm. go ahead, relieve that debt. Uh, it will punish them enough to. Know- I mean, that's the way we do it in the court of law. Yeah. Pay. 
it will make you not do that again. Right. Like when there's an oil spill and it, you know, oil goes to the, the, the coastlines, we, we make it right for those people. And the companies have to pay fortunes to make it right mm-hmm. for the, those people, even if it's exactly a mistake. Right. And again, I, I think that's the most likely uh, part of this. I don't think oh, it, it doesn't. That, it's a, that it was a mistake? That it was a mistake. Um, that it was not an intentional release. I don't release. think it was. I agree with that, but I not. I don't agree that it was. Oh my gosh! Look what we did. I think they. I mean, they've stated it. They were looking for a coronavirus, something mm-hmm. that, and someday they could release to to push all of the power over their way and cripple the rest of the world. That's what they were looking for. So I think it was a mistake, a mistaken release, but I don't think the the science on it was all about protecting the whole world. I don't think so. All right, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. On that, that's just conjecture. There's nothing backing that up. That is just my feeling on it. Uh, you know what's special about companies that get passed down from one generation to the next? A lot of times, the new generation is infused with the values of the previous generation. Now, that doesn't always happen that way. But when your family lives in the heartland, mm, it's much more likely. Hustler Turf. Not only do they make the most amazing zero-turn lawnmower out there, but it's a third-generation company, and they believe in the American values, and they're very, very proud to support our troops and our veterans that get a military discount. Memorial Day is uh, is coming up, and Hustler Turf is donating money to the folds of honor for every lawnmower sold. So do it now uh, before uh, before June. If you um, if you are looking to mow your lawn and you need a new lawnmower, the best lawnmower you can find, bar none, is Hustler. Go to hustlerturf.com and test drive one. Hustlerturf.com. There's a dealership near you. Hustlerturf.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, so there's a couple of stories. Stu, I don't know if you've uh, followed, but you do you remember the name Rebecca Jones? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We did a show on her last week. Yeah. All right. She is the whistleblower that said Florida is telling us to change the uh, the death totals. And I've been asked to go into the computer and change the death totals. And I just I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't live with myself. Right. What's the story on uh, on uh, on Rebecca Jones now, Stu? Well, now she's backing off the fact that she even even said that she's saying yeah. uh, that, <laughs> that she never said that she had to change the death totals, which she did say. Uh, but she's also involved in a very strange uh, fight with a DeSantis administration official, in which she has, you know, allegedly fought, filed a false. Uh, restraining order request against this person basically the way the law works in this area you can file a restraining order and it basically gets a pre-approval right before they look into it before a judge looks at it they mm-hmm. just said okay yes yeah, so that's that's a restraining order like keep these two people away probably from each a other. good thing yeah yeah you can argue it um it could be it's obviously right for abuse though and that's yeah, 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 what yeah, happened yeah. here so after that first you know step one comes down it's like a restraining order then step two can be a citizen's complaint in which Rebecca Jones filed this against the DeSantis um, uh, spokesperson and said, oh, well, uh, you know, there's been a problem here. So now both of these documents exist. Finally, 
the the restraining order gets looked at by the judge and just throws it out of court. It's journalism. What are you talking about? She wrote a piece that she didn't like about her, um, and Rebecca Jones complained about it. That's not a, that's not a basis for a restraining order. So nope. they threw it out of court. Of course, obviously, it got rejected. However, the second part of that, the complaint made under that restraining order, was still active for a time, and so she was out there posting the the complaint she made and saying like look this is an official complaint and you know there's charges pending on this woman and i can't believe this no one's talking about it when it was her restraining order that had already been overturned and her complaint that was just because there's no restraining order to anymore to to hold it up so obviously it's getting thrown out but that doesn't well, seem to matter, and people get, you know, thousands of retweets. On another story that Twitter, Facebook, uh, the mainstream media hyped and pushed. Huh. Again, it looks like not true. Oh, by the way, also, you know how bad things are in California. In San Francisco last year, uh, drug overdoses killed twice as many people than COVID. Did you know that? This is the Glenn Beck Program. Now, let me just say a few words to you. Strawberry cheesecake. Birthday cake with sprinkles. Yes, yes. Somewhere off in the distance, you can probably hear angelic choirs singing softly. Because those are the new flavors coming soon from Built Bar. And it means just when I thought of having a healthy snack, and I thought, ah, I can't get any better than this. Built Bar came along and said, hold on, hold on. We've got something uh, low fat. We have something that is low carbs. Yeah. If uh, if you don't think that low fat, low carb, high in protein, high in everything that you need, if a bar doesn't taste like the real thing, you haven't had a built bar. I don't know how they do it, but I remember everything always tasting really chemical and it was just awful and it was fake. It's not this. Built Bar is made with 100% real chocolate, but they're still about oh, about 115 to 130 calories a bar. That's fantastic, and it will help you get through the day and 130 calories, everything you need. It's BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code BEC15 and save 15%. BuiltBar.com, BEC15. And blazetv.com slash Glenn is the place to go to get your subscription to Blaze TV. Don't miss a minute. Blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I just have to congratulate the mayor of Rochester, New York, uh, for, for just... I mean, this is courage. This takes real courage to do. Uh, in case you don't know, uh, Thursday, uh, her husband, um, Timothy Granison, um, well, let's just say the, uh, the DA in the city is, just has it out for her and doesn't want her to be reelected. And so she did like a year-long investigation into the mayor's husband and last week, he was arrested um, with some cocaine and a gun or three uh, and $100,000 in cash. And and, you know, but, and? Hmm. well, the little cocaine was I mean, it was, you know, it was little it was it was two kilos of uh, cocaine. 
Well, I but mean, who yes. hasn't had two kilos in their car? That's way less I can't than tell you the five kilos or 20 kilos. Exactly right. 100 kilos, that's not a drug bust. Two kilos of cocaine. <laughs> if, I, if I were stopped every time I had two kilos on me, I mean, I wouldn't be here, you know? I mean, two kilos is basically a Tuesday night for most people. Let's not overstate I it. I think so, mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, she, she came out and she said, I find the timing of yesterday's events, you know, her husband being pulled over because they had been monitoring him and uh, his drug-dealing friends. He was part of a drug ring, and uh, they stopped him and searched the car, and, you know, they found three guns, $100,000 in cash, and two kilos of cocaine. She said, I find this very, very suspicious just a few weeks before the voting starts on whether I should be mayor or not. Uh, I mean, (laughs) there's nothing implicating me in these charges. No, but it is your husband. I mean, now I'm not holding you directly responsible, but if you're supposed to kind of know what's going on in the city... (laughs) I'm not really sure I trust you if you don't know your husband has $100,000, two kilos of cocaine, most likely not the first two kilos, because he's in a drug ring. I'm just saying I don't think you're the most observant. Right. Does she have her finger on the pulse of the city? It's hard (laughs) to imagine she does. Uh, hard to imagine. <laughs> hard to imagine. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, let's switch topics to... uh, you know, our military ad. Now, if you remember, uh, we've done some military ads and some ads for the CIA lately that are that are wonderful. They're beautiful. Truly, they are. They're just great. Um, I'm going to have to translate this ad uh, because this is the new Russian military ad. Uh, you go ahead and roll that, please. Это... This is the first day of your new life. What was yesterday means nothing. Who you were before, no one cares. What's important now is who you'll be today. What do you know about yourself? What are you capable of? Questions may remain unanswered, but can you sleep soundly later on? Knowing yourself, knowing the limit of your possibilities, to hell with limits. Are you ready to break yourself? Every day pain hardens yourself here. It was was you who decided to prove something to yourself. The commander is here only to see an enemy in him because without an enemy there is no battle. And without a battle, there is no victory. But in reality, the main enemy is you. The you of yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Join the Russian military. Now, uh, let me just contrast that. I think that's, you know, very good. I, I mean, uh, that's, a quite, that's, quite a, that's quite a message, yeah. you know. Uh, and uh, now let me play the American military um, uh, ad that was just released. Here it is. It's in cartoon form. This is the story of a soldier who operates your nation's Patriot missile defense systems. It begins in California with a little girl raised by two moms.
Although I had a fairly typical childhood, took ballet, played violin, I also marched for equality. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age. When I was six years old, one of my moms had an accident that left her paralyzed. Okay, I don't think we need to never walk again. Don't think we need to play anymore. Um, let me just give you the last lines of the uh, Russian ad. Your task is to track the enemy down, catch up to him, outperform him, become better than him, and return the victor. Because tomorrow is the first day of your new life. Which army do you think is going to win? Uh, <laughs> I'm just. Maybe it's just me, but I'm just thinking it might be the Russians that would outperform the, you know, the army that is is congratulating itself for all of its members being so diverse and having two moms or two dads or, you know, a a dog and a cat as a parent. I don't really care. Um, It's kind of like your job is to track down the enemy, outperform them, best them and come home the victor. Uh, but who who would say something like that in an ad? Yeah, I mean it's it's funny because it's like, look, I have a lot of faith in our military, uh, and uh, you know, not not every bit of our military is made up of uh, heartwarming cartoon stories. You know, I, <laughs> you know, like we do. Have I don't a pretty know badass a military. Sing- I don't know a single member of the military in my in my travels. I have not met a single member of the military that I would say would have joined because of that cartoon. Right. Not one. Not even close. In fact, it would have repelled them. And that's what's strange here. Like, what is the what's the why is this happening? You know, is it is it a recruitment situation, Glenn? I mean, is it they just don't think they're getting enough people? They they think the next generation of recruits have different no, sensibilities. The, the military is mainly made up of red state people. It's mainly that the people who serve are the people in the red states. Generally speaking, no one from a blue state, generally speaking, sends their kids to the military. I mean, why would you if you think the military has just been horrible this whole time and it's just a it's just a it's it's a racist with a gun? Why would you do that? So the people who defend our company our country are Red staters. Well, the country is right now trying to make red staters look like killers and people that shouldn't be here. When, 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 and if our military ever would say, you know what? I think it's those people that vote for conservative things and uh, they have to turn the military loose on them. I don't think all of those red staters will kill their own families or round them up. I think this is to fundamentally weaken our military and also get some some good old fashioned critical race theory equity believers into the military so they can fix that like they're fixing our AMA. They're fixing our corporations. They're fixing our economy. uh, They're fixing our schools. That's what they're doing. And this is real world stuff now. I mean, we've talked forever about, you know, transgender uh, arguments are making their way and ruining women's sports, right? Like, okay, yeah, sure. This is the military. <laughs> this is right. This is changing this is, the military, which think- has some devastating, you know, potential uh, consequences on our country. Uh, do you remember when I said at some point the whole world will look at us and realize how weak we are and they'll go now, 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 now go. 
and everyone will attack us and whatever that means to them they'll attack us through disinformation they'll attack us by hacking they'll attack us with ones and zeros they'll attack us on our streets by turning people against each other that all is coming and the last thing that you need to weaken is the military it's the strongest in the world you weaken the military and we are sitting ducks you know i think about this all the time Stu. Do you remember when we were talking? This was back when we were in Radio City Music Hall, and it must have been 2005, maybe. And we were talking about how do you how do you get a global currency? How do you change the world? Because we've tried to get the world to get up to our standards, but nobody can make it to our standards because they don't have the Constitution. They don't have the law. They don't have the stability Uh, And the people are different. And I said, and it dawned on me, they're not going to go for bringing the rest of the world up. They're going to bring us down to the rest of the world's status. So we will be equal with Mexico. And I think about that all the time because that's exactly what is happening. Everything that you see They are building our children and our military, our FBI. They're bringing them to their knees. They're teaching them uh, things that are absolutely untrue. And quite frankly, I believe because they're based in hatred, it's evil what they're doing. They're weakening us while they are spending us into oblivion and and taking over our treasury and saying that this that equity has to be done. Who, who the hell are you? Who the hell is the Treasury and Janet Yellen to go in and try to preach equity and make the rules so white men are held down? Uh, not in any sane world, just in a world where you're going to bring us to the level of Mexico. I think that's what's happening. And you cannot have a strong military can't have a strong military you yeah. need a military that's loyal to the cause and look again you know for luckily we don't fight wars based on commercials if we did i would definitely oh, yeah. pick russia right right but right but you know look this is a long-term point you know it's the point where this this if the military is is a testing ground for woke policies i mean wokeness is weakness and it continually makes the people who propagate it weaker. There's this idea that elevating your victimhood as a, as a means of attack is a is a smart thing to do in our society. We see it all the time with the cancel culture stuff where like if you can say, oh, well, instead of saying like, oh, that that insult didn't bother me. It's oh, that insult made me cr- curl up in my apartment well, and so cry what for is months it on a time. It also does does something else. And everybody, you know, Stu, has ever been wounded in battle and had to come back. They feel awful. They want to go back because they left their team behind. The worst thing wokeness does to our military, it divides people. It divides them into classes, divide and conquer. That's exactly what's going to happen. You will have you'll have two sets of military. You'll have two sets of belief and they'll be so busy squabbling amongst themselves. They won't be able to function as one. And I don't think that that is being done uh, without foreknowledge of what it means. Marcy lives in Texas. She wrote in about our dog's experience with Rough Green. She said, I have three uh, Dachshunds and uh, one German Shepherd. Well, at least they all speak the same language. 
and they really they really love it. Can you imagine getting a German Shepherd and then maybe like a French Poodle? That wouldn't work out well. I heard Glenn Beck advertising for it. Uh, I decided I would have to try it. So far, I've mixed it in their water, in their food, and let them lick it from a dry plate. They like it all three ways. One of them is up there in age, and I have trouble getting her to eat enough. But when I add rough greens to her food, she eats all of it. This was a good trial and a great purchase. I'll continue to buy it. Thanks, Rough Greens. Marcy, thank you for giving it a try. Right now, you can get a free bag of Rough Greens just to see if your dog will eat it. See if your dog will try it out. All you pay is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, roughgreens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Call today. 888-727-BECK. So I just got an interesting... uh, Email from somebody in uh, Washington, D.C. Um, there's an element that's really interesting about the COVID Wuhan uh, lab. The different effects COVID's had on Asian countries versus Western. When you consider the capability of CRISP, which I'm sure you're familiar with, begs the question, If the intel community is not going to ask this question, then shame on them. It's their job to think of possibilities like this. You have to ask if this was genetically modified to attack one genetic background or another. Uh, Look at the death rates for various nations. Um, The uh, the numbers are quite um, quite uh, quite astounding. Yeah, I I mean, the Asian countries have had definitely the. I mean, if, if you take out this idea, which is, you know, something every every intelligence agency should, should be looking at this stuff all the time. But the Asian countries have had the best experience with this, you know, l- lower death tolls. Uh, and uh, that's, I'm, I'm asking this person to come on with us tomorrow because it's a lot more, I think, than just lower uh, death tolls. For instance, Australia uh, rate. Uh, what is it? Rate per million. Maybe it just says rate per uh 3.5 belgium 209.8 cambodia 6 or sorry cambodia 0.9 china 0.3 dprk well zero uh (laughs) france 157 uh indonesia 17 italy 199 japan 9.2 malaysia 5.7 philippines 17.3 ROK 3.7, USA 173.2, Vietnam, they say zero. Right. Maybe I mean, those numbers this, yeah. are pretty, pretty stark. Um, right. And there, I'm sure there are other reasons, but I'm getting the impression from this individual in Washington that uh, the Intel community is not even looking into that. It does. And th- yeah. I mean, this is the kind of thing that they, the Chinese military was asking for. Can we take a coronavirus and, and um, mutate it enough so we can release it against our enemies and collapse them and not us? I mean, we should at least be considering that. Yeah, More I, tomorrow. Absolutely. Okay. What are you covering on... Uh, on your show tonight, Stu, quickly. Uh, gender, more gender craziness across the country. This is the Glenn Beck Program.